Howdy friend, welcome to Homegrown, I'm your host R.P. Smith. The calves stayed healthy while I've been running around this past few weeks, but once I got back home this week I had to doctor some. I guess they wanted to welcome me back and make me feel needed. Since my son Wyatt could come home from Lincoln on his fall break, we went ahead and weaned calves and we'll be taking cows to stock tomorrow. It's been a very challenging summer. But one big blessing we can count is that we did not have to battle the grasshoppers. Ten years ago, the hoppers did as much damage, if not more, than the drought did. Some good neighbors to the south of us felt bad, since the baseball bats that we were using the club hoppers were hard on the side of the house, and the shotgun shells were getting expensive and defoliating the trees in the yard almost as fast as the hoppers. These neighbors decided to help us through our plight by providing the Pinecrest Ranch with two pair of ducks. This was not the first time we'd had ducks on the ranch. My first livestock enterprise was with ducks, but it was a fairly short-lived adventure. As an enthusiastic 11-year-old duck rancher, I had not taken the time to read the NEB guide from the Extension Service on duck production and was not aware that a pr producer needed to wait until the second feathers came in before hot iron branding. It was a little like trying to brand a dust bunny, and the rope and drag procedure was kind of rough on the little guys. I stayed away from the duck herd production this second round and left the duck boying to the younger generation of Smiths. They had one purebred pair of white ducks and one white heifer duck that was put with a mallard drake so they could capitalize on the hybrid vigor. The white female was a very attentive mother and hardly ever strayed from the nest, while the heifer ducks found it more fun to hang out with her mallard bow, passing their days together happily hunting hoppers. She barely said hello to her eggs once she had them, and the boys were not optimistic about the outcome. Apparently the heat that summer was just perfect for absentee incubation, and the babies from the heifer duck fared a little better than the overly clinging mature mama duck. She was so attentive that she stepped on babies as soon as they hatched. The boys were forced to adopt an early weaning program in order to salvage the crop. Being cutting edge duck ranchers, they opted for a fence line weaning program. That poor mother duck wore rut around the duckling corral before drying up after a week and going back to non-grasshoppers. The crossbred ducklings with the wandering mother would not have needed to be early weaned if it had not been for a bumper cat crop that year, and the duck boys were worried about kitten predation. We could see a definite advantage to the crossbred ducks after weaning because they were all marked differently, and we could tell them apart. When the purebreds were pretty much identical, and it turns out that ducks do not hold up any better to ear tagging than they do for branding. One of the tasks that we took on this past week, along with preg checking and weaning, was replacing lost ear tags in the cows, which brought to mind a poem I wrote a couple of years back. My eyesight is not improving as I move down this cowboy trail, and it seems to happen more often that my memory will fail. If someone could make an ear tag that would stick for the duration, it would be of great assistance to this old hand situation. I'm sure that it sounds trivial to ask this for my cows, that a tag should last longer than most folks' wedding vows. 
but this cowboy is getting older and it would help quite a bit if a better ear tag was on the market before my mother quit. Thanks for riding along this week on Homegrown. Hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. 